0: Are listening to a Rattle Broadcasting premiere podcast, the alternative commentary for Hell Comes to Frogtown? And we are doing this for the October edition of the Super Blog Team Up. The Super Blog Team Up goes to hell in a handbasket. No, well, there may be a handbasket, there may not be. However, uh, I, Master of All Things Handbasketed, I am your mandated reporter, and frankly, I'm mortified, Mr. Mark Rattledge. And I am joined by Rowdy Roddy Piper, super fan, Mr. Toxic Masculinity to you. I don't care what you say, though some might call him Madison's number one fan, and he might want to hit those people over the head with a chair. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're brand new to the Rattledge and Broadcasting Network, he will haze you and try to get you to say the C word on air. (laughs) Totally 80s, Pat Mullen. How do you do, sir? (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know, something, man. Uh, we've been sitting here watching the show, you know, and I've been doing a lot thinking about things, you know, and uh, I just want to say, I, I'm sorry for trying to make you say the word that starts with the C and ends with the D there, son. You know,
0: <laughs> thanks, Roddy. Just as long as you don't hit me over the head <laughs> with a coconut. So, well, yes, we are later,
1: in. but thanks for ruining it.
0: there you are in new york and suddenly you come running on screen in tampa (laughs) hurricane this motherfucker um so anyway i would have blamed it on the wind i would have said that wasn't me that was a wind taking the trees son that was absolutely a hurricane all right so uh we will not be long into this intro like i said uh chris bailey chris bailey chris bailey said hey are you going to participate in the super blog team up goes to hell and i said absolutely if i don't have to do anything related to a comic book and he was like rattled come on now and we've done these alternative commentaries almost every single time because I don't want to be bothered with comics. Um, we did, I think for like uh, for like fantasy or something like that. I can't remember what the theme was, but I know we did the uh, Jupiter's something or other with uh, Mina Kunis. Jupiter rising with Channing Tatum. Um, ju- yes, that's the one we did. An, we did an alternative commentary for that. Yeah. And then we did one for flash Gordon. Um, and we, for a long uh-huh. time, were doing these. Com- you will save every one of us. Um, we we were doing them fairly regularly. Like we would just, just decide, like, hey, hey, Mark, you you're know, kinda,
1: you're kind of digitized just there, for maybe giggles, or, or because somebody it. hadn't
0: seen it before, like like Jesse hadn't seen Monty Python and the Holy.
1: We're we're losing you again, pal. Okay. Well, Mark is cashing the history history of the Superblock team up that none of you guys can hear. Mark has started a sticks cover band, apparently, because I'm hearing a lot of Mr. Roboto. So I'm going to contact Mark right now and let him know that he's not coming through clearly for any of us. And what we're talking about based on Mark's previous comments is he's talking a lot about uh, some of the things he did to avoid reading comics for a Blog team up. Well, once again, he's kind of doing the same thing. However, what we're covering is sort of based on a real life comic book guy, uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the greatest villain of any kind of all time, basically. And because Roddy is a comic book villain come to life. We're going to be looking at a movie with a very comic premise called Hell Comes to Frog Town. This was released in 1988 in the early part of the year, uh, and it was Roddy in a leading film, which he had done one film as a lead prior to this called Body Slam in 1986, and. Uh, at this point, Roddy's still an unproven commodity as a lead, but this the goal of this isn't to make a, a super hit at the office. They want to do a fairly silly sci-fi premise with somebody who may be able to attract the market and was right for the role. And in this case, they thought it was Roddy Piper because he had a legitimate acting background going back a lot longer than people realize. Roddy actually did this first movie in 1977. Um, but he had a legitimate acting premise. He had the, uh, the physique and, you know, ability of an action star in certain avenues at this point, so he looked the part in that respect, and they could get him for a lot cheaper than they could a lot of the action stars who were on the market at this point in time, guys like uh, Arnold, Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, who had had real big box office hits, commanded a lot of box office money, or guys who were locked into maybe not uh, low-money contracts, but lower-budget contracts for a lot of money, like Chuck Norris and Jean-Claude Van Damme, who were signed to Canon Films at this time.
0: So this comes what after the success success of They Live? No, this is
1: actually uh, we we're just talking about. We, this was released uh, much earlier in the year than They Live. They okay. Live, I
0: believe, was released in November of 1988. This was January of
1: 1988.
0: Okay. So what is this movie? Uh, Hell Comes <laughs> to Frog Town is a 1988. Explain. <laughs> is a 1988 American science fiction action film directed by Donald G. Jackson. Uh, who you might know from uh, <laughs> Max Hell, Frog Warrior, g- Guns of El Chucacabra, Toad Warrior, Roller Gator, Baby Ghost, Pocket Ninjas, uh, Return to Frog Town—the sequel to this movie. Um, the, thir- and- the second sequel, Max Hell, is actually a direct sequel. Okay. So yeah, uh, definitely a B movie type of fella, and um, written by Jackson and Randall Frakes. The films. Obviously stars Roddy Piper, as well as Sandal Bergman, Sec Varel, William Smith, and Rory Calhoun. Um, this was made on a budget of $1.5 million. Can you even like imagine, Pat, a movie being made for one point five today? This movie, yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so what, here, what we're going to do here, I've never seen this before. So Bailey said the theme is anything related to hell. I literally typed into IMDb hell. And so what movies came up and then I saw this one and I'm like, well, no one else is going to do this. There'll be no fighting over this theme. And it starts Roddy Piper, which means I got to get Pat on here because Pat and I will actually be doing a uh, an on trial for they live for its anniversary next month. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so we're going to get Pat on here now to go ahead and we're just going to watch the film and talk about it. And this is going to be a live reaction because I've never seen this before. I haven't seen this movie since I was probably about nine years old. Now, did you VHS uh, this thing? Did you rent it? Did you no, go to Mom actually, and Pop? um,
1: Surprisingly enough, if you remember, TNT used to have Monster Vision. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Briggs, yeah. this happened to be the B side of that double feature on a particular night uh, that Fantastic. they were cross promoting with WCW because Roddy at the time was mm-hmm. an active WCW uh, roster member. So they cross promoted when, when
0: he was an icon. Which stood for, I cower over nothing.
1: <laughs> well done, Matt. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So so th- this is a time when they cross-promoted, and Roddy had been in a lot of movies, and they were playing a lot of Roddy mm-hmm. movies when they could. They Live, obviously, is on the horror spectrum, so they could play that. But a lot of his movies are kind of just straight-up actioners, mm-hmm. uh, this being a big exception, where there is most definitely sci-fi horror premise to this,
0: uh, goofy as it may be. All right so we're uh on my counter we're at about eight seconds i think pat you're at five so we're gonna go ahead and if you want to follow along here if you're watching this at a later date i uh, so we're good okay cool and three two one and plus pray now the audience is now blind <laughs> that was a lo- that was a bright light man so i love this uh lakeshore international logo of like the kid just jumping off the pier you know right and i the regret crick. nothing take a yeah. bath right into the creek Ooh, lower that. Oh, the now defunct New World Pictures. Oh. So I wanted to watch this with Jonas, but I have learned uh, that when I show my pick, my show my children risque films, I have to check for boobies, which is great because IMDb actually has a whole thing tells you what's in the movie and what isn't, and there's a whole thing just dedicated to like sex and nudity. And uh, yeah, I can't show this one to my nine year to my uh, eight year old. <laughs> I, don't, after, I don't know what's in it. I just said
1: that I'd seen this at nine.
0: Well, that too. All right. In the latter days of the twenty-something odd century, there arose an explosion. <laughs> every every good movie starts off with a nuclear holocaust bat. I mean, they have to explain the lizard people actually
1: being real somehow, right? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry, frog people.
0: Oh, those frog people. Those darn frog people. So, seriously, like, I love the establishing shot here of the close-up of the wreckage. (laughs) And then, you know, and then it pans over to the Statue of Liberty. We're we're just being shameless about
1: this Planet of the Apes uh, stuff.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This isn't a direct rip at all. By the way... (laughs) So that guy's supposed to be wearing, like, a hazmat suit. That's a beekeeper hood. Oh, right in the mush. Now it really is like New York. (laughs) Good old-fashioned mugging. Yeet. But they still have guns. And a six-shot, nonetheless. Sweating from say, you know the law, I am the law. <laughs> Boom. Shot down in a blaze of glory.
1: Well, I, that's how I'd want to go is after tossing
0: somebody's Statue of Liberty statue. Sure. They by someone sm- dressed as a. They were smart not to show the squib, by the way. Ooh, and there it is. Hell comes to Frogtown. There's the man, Roddy Piper. Our man, Sam Hell. It's a fantastic name.
1: Sandal Bergman of Conan fame. William Smith of lots of movie fame, who's awesome. Great heel. And we're just getting very uh, industrialized, cheap imaging. You can see how this movie was made on a budget of (laughs) $1.25. I'm pretty sure Piper got at least half a million of that, so... But we're not even actually filming things. We're showing still pictures set to music, yeah, with neon graphics.
0: If you are an, an aspiring filmmaker, this is definitely one where it shows you don't have to put a tremendous amount of effort to get your vision out there. You just have to be creative and, you know, know how to use your resources uh, efficiently. Yeah, you
1: guys remember those those uh like activity books you would get where you were coloring in a thing but it had all the dots
0: around it so it would look like a 1950s comic strip. That's what this I, looks like. I was going to say like like an okay data fucking printer. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like no, Rand-
0: P- Randall Frakes, any relation to Jonathan Franks? Uh,
1: based on what we're seeing, I'm going to say no, because Jonathan Frakes is wonderful. So. True. Oh, he's a, Sam Hell is a wanted man carrying a short samurai sword. He's been captured.
0: That samurai sword looks like a letter opener. <laughs> that is a squat-looking sword. Uh-oh. We're already starting with our hero strapped to a chair. So, I'll tell you, I'm watching this on Amazon Prime and the captions are just like speeding through. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Is that a, he, well, he just William glass. Smith is a tough guy. Did he, yeah, he just got smashed with a bottle. Well, Piper got smashed with a bottle. William Smith, yeah, is one yeah. of him. yes, yes, yes. Who was the boxer? He glassed me. He glassed me. What was that? Um, oh, Derek Chisora. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Piper once
1: did that to himself in a promo in Portland Wrestling, so.
0: He just smashed himself with a glass. He did. Hey, look, it's Amanda Waller. (laughs) (laughs) That was Mark who made that joke, everybody. (laughs) Ain't got no shame in my game. Uh Well, it seems that the Conan Slayer may be falling in love with our tough guy hero, Sam Hell. Did you see the eyes she gave him? That was a her eyes. The she Florence Nightingale eyes. I
1: a nickel for every time I got those. Hmm. I'd still be a poor guy. <laughs> i have two nickels. <laughs> he about cut his throat with the broken bottle. <laughs> and gets ragdolled by Sandal Bergman as the nurse.
0: So Conan the Destroyer or Conan the Barbarian? And there's only right, one right answer here. Barbarian. Come on. Of course. Okay, so I want to make sure you're paying attention. I don't want to get into the whole, like, dirty dancing argument with you again.
1: That's not an argument. That's just you having a bad mind for things.
0: Oh, my God, Pat. Yeah, dirty dancing is not a feminine movie. It's not. It's amazing.
1: Of all the things you could have made a movie about in skills in the 50s that was manly, like Rocky Marciano training there and, you know, if they had added Rocky uh, Mountain Dean, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis performing at the Catskills. You make a movie about the idiot dance instructor and an abortion and Jennifer Grey and whatever.
0: Look, there are plenty of people who that would agree with me that uh, Dirty Dancing is a perfectly fine movie. Yeah, and those people are all stupid. Uh, anyway, we see our guy Sam Hell. He's hooked up by the nuts, literally, <laughs> to a shock. Uh, I was gonna say, what the hell's he wearing? Like a like an electric chastity belt? What's going on here? Actually, yes, because nice. nuclear
1: war has made most of the population sterile. Mm-hmm, as however, Mister Hell is packing a loaded gun, as it were. Why do you think they call called Hot Rod? <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he is being <laughs> taken by the government to reimpregnate women to repopulate the human race.
0: It's a hell of a job if you can get it.
1: Indeed it is. That's why it's there for Sam Hell.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Amanda Waller just asked him if he was feeling up to it. Get it? Up? Do you feel up to it? Do you get it, Pat? Do you get it?
1: And now he finds out basically Amanda Waller is in fact suicide squatting him where he can either (laughs) go back to his prison cell or he can do this mission of impregnating these
0: women. See, you made fun of me for calling her Amanda Waller but I'm right on point as per usual.
1: Yeah, but you didn't know it.
0: I like the fact that we're taking time in this movie for him to sign, like, liability, you know, releases.
1: Gotta hit those 90 minutes, pal.
0: Yeah. You know, this. this and it barely hits that 90 minutes.
1: Yeah. War reduced the male population by 68%. Somewhere there is a broad with her armpit hair hanging out there cheering.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was a huge fan of Why the Last Man, the television show, not the comic. <laughs>
1: So we're shamelessly ripping off a few things already at this point.
0: All the best movies do. But what are we ripping off here, Pat?
1: Uh, Planet of the Apes, because we're dealing with the frog people rather than right. the apes. Correct. We've, in fact, ripped off the idea of the Suicide Squad, which was established long before this in DC Comics with Amanda Waller as, you know, taking mm. prisoners and making them do missions in exchange for time, leniency, etc. And instead of an explosive device in his head, he's got it attached to his, uh, you know, his hot rod, as it
0: were. You know, but that uh, trying to uh, attach explosions to one's nutsack is a time-honored tradition in film. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the uh, Nicolas Cage movie where he, where he's like a cowboy samurai, where part of it is he has bombs implanted in him. Yeah, Evan and Evan Bevins and I, who walks with Jesus, and um, Ronnie Adams. We reviewed that one and like two other ones that were around at the same time back when I back when I was doing podcasts more than once a week.
1: Well, and and also I'd like to point out that we are also ripping off Escape from New York as well.
0: You know, to be serious for just a moment, Escape from New York has such an influence on film even to this day. So many movies that t- that dealt with like a post apocalyptic future stole directly from Escape from New York.
1: It, it's among the most ripped off movies of all time,
0: which you, know, people
1: don't often think of that immediately because it's just not a nineteen eighty one sci fi movie. Right. No, it gets heavily ripped off and not influenced. It's ripped off very badly, and especially around this time frame, we had a lot of copycats mm-hmm. that also were lower budget. But Carpenter knew how to stretch that dollar and make it count. Yeah. And these guys all just blow it on explosions and crap like that, and the scenery looks terrible and. It, There's a lot of those Bronx Warriors. Remember
0: that one? Uh, Vaguely. So I have a problem with this with the costuming department here for this movie. What made them decide we want this cool post-apocalyptic escape from New York-ish action hero in what appears to be a denim band jacket? Like what is this? What is it? Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band? What are we doing here? Why can't we just give him a leather jacket or a denim jacket? He's Canadian, so. i don't know what that has to do with anything should should he be wearing like maple syrup i don't understand what you're trying to tell us
1: honestly that was just a reach i don't really have anything okay
0: (laughs) they picked up this other woman here with a machine gun so when i was when i was i actually bought this movie because for for the uh 10 bucks i did too (laughs) like this is what i'm gonna have to own and, uh, you know what the, you know what one of the, if you like this movie, you'll, you'll want to see this one. Nude nuns, nude with, nuns big with big guns. Yes! Nude nuns with big guns, baby.
1: One of the first three things it offers when you look at it is nude nuns with big guns.
0: That's right. Which I, I don't think we did a full podcast on. I know Sean and I have mentioned it a bunch and I know I watched it and that movie is absolutely I think you horrifying. guys, I think you guys did. I, maybe it was done on like the bad movie review club where it was him and Jeremy Lambert at my suggestion. I know yeah, we have I, I, we have talked about it a bunch though.
1: You 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 definitely did a show on it. So okay. if anyone's looking in the archives of the Radolition Broadcasting Network, <laughs> there is a show where Mark talks nude nuns with big guns and he's very excited about it.
0: I it was a fantastic movie, a cinematic classic. <laughs> hey look, who doesn't like a little nuns exploitation? Come on now. <laughs> this is Mark Cheap plugging to you guys that we're
1: gonna be reviewing the via- uh angel and avenging angel series no we're not um we're just we're just redoing usa up all night guys it's just going to be with us instead of ron this year
0: i'm not accidentally following you into yet another podcast pat um so i I end up doing two series for like two years a piece all right you did cobra kai i did i did i did a half naked tiktok about cobra kai have i told you about this did you you sent it to me that's right i tagged you on instagram because you don't do the TikTok, I do not. You don't TikTok. You don't stop. Did you like my shirtless TikTok, though, Pat? Tell me you liked it. I loved it. Thank you, Pat. You mean everything to me. All right, so here we are. Did that sweater coming a V-neck, by the way, or <laughs> just just wool, just all wool. That's how I keep my women warm at night. Anywho. What is happening here? So, there they, he's the the MP basically. Tell him you'll call him days. back. You're in the middle of sexy Roddy Piper movies. It's like, one message. Uh, he's he's the, basically William Smith is the colonel of
1: this military prison area, mm-hmm. and he has he does not like Sam Hell. He thinks he's a, you know whatever. He wants him dead as mm-hmm. you saw by him trying to cut his throat with a bottle. Sure, but. He's been outruled by the actual provisional government that Sam Hell is going to be released and put behind enemy lines to impregnate women and repopulate the human
0: race. Gotcha. We're going to frog Town. All right. I We are how many minutes into this movie? I ain't seen no frogs. No frog people, uh-huh. no frog town.
1: I saw an image of one during the really great opening that cost <laughs> quite a lot, I would assume, like
0: yes. $17. That was very, like, 60s Avengers opening.
1: A hundred percent. That's exactly yeah. what it was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> not not Marvel's Avengers people. Before there was Marvel's and Avengers. MAPO, everybody. Yeah. Know you know your history. Great show. Mm-hmm.
1: Movie not so much.
0: I was also thinking of the black comedian who died that was uh, an inspiration to Dave Chappelle. You know the, the Oh gosh, I can't remember his real name. You know what I'm talking about. Never mind. Let's move on. Why are because, they driving around in a pink truck, by the way?
1: Uh, if, because much like the uh, rules of wartime, it's considered an act of war to attack a medical truck. Oh, okay. Now, however, there is also medical equipment on said truck to monitor Mr. Piper's codpiece. <laughs> because if he gets over overheated, he will not be effective. Sure. He may need stimulation in order to do what he needs to do. Or if he goes rogue, they can detonate it. And
0: he's currently running up that hill, which I believe is a popular thing these days.
1: Certainly wasn't in 1986, but you know, you never know when it happens. And yeah, he looks like a Revolutionary War general who is thrown <laughs> through a time machine.
0: I was going to and... say he Revolutionary War general, also doubling for like you know a singer in alternative band. <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) This is proof that if you and your friends want to shoot a movie, just go to the park. Go to the park, you know, just pick some locations where there's not a lot of houses around, and you could absolutely make it look like any dimension or any place in time you want it to.
1: And now they're letting him know about the explosive if he tries to do something stupid, and the control is in the earring of Sandal Bergman. (laughs)
0: Not terribly damaging, says you, toots. I was going to say, how the fuck would you know? (laughs) I can't get over that jacket he's wearing. It's really bothering me. Not since Cruella have I paid this much attention to someone's, you know, movie fashion. And there's a tasteful shot of Sandal Bergman's buttocks.
1: Oh look, they're eating campfire food and yeah, he's got a sleeping bag and cowboy boots. Well how who who equipped this man for this mission? He <laughs> has to run. And you gave him cowboy
0: boots? Right. He well, can't doing... get a
1: pair of like combat boots at
0: least? He's walking in the desert. Okay, so interesting directorial choice here. Have this have your have everyone in the scene look utterly bored with what they're doing? Hello there. Oh well
1: now, you know it's it's sexy time. So. can I all
0: well let's talk about sexy time for just a second? You've decided to put wrestler extraordinaire Roddy Piper in your movie, and he goes to take his shirt off. You see how poorly framed that shot was? That should have absolutely see like what look at what we're doing here. You get barely a shot of Roddy Piper's abs. Sandal Bergman, full on, full shot, brawn panties. Brawn panties, brawn panties. Posing with the leg up. Oh yeah. She had a little captain in her.
1: And it does not work to to excite the hot rod because you got to work a little harder than that, like the chick stroking <laughs> the shotgun on the side.
0: Yeah, it's probably more enticing to Roddy than uh, than not. <laughs> I thought a man of your reputation might still be hungry. You oh, know he is, but bitch isn't on the menu. Oh, oh! <laughs> speaking of oh, I'm going to see Dice at the end of the month. Oh, love the dice, man. Oh, yeah. Dice rules, baby. Still my favorite. Hey, Jonas, I'll call you back in an hour. Back. Get it. Hour back. (laughs) And they're about
1: to get it on, and she accidentally
0: shocks the shit out of him. But she was shocking. See, here's my problem with this whole setup. She shocked him before. Why would he want to be with her now after, you know, she tortured him?
1: Apparently, when he reaches maximum potency, by their words... (laughs) she she's supposed to generate said effect
0: oh i see there's a lot of her just parading around in her bra and panties in this scene and for the future she's got some sexy stuff on like that wasn't just like you know walmart wear there like she's got some expensive yeah, she shopped, stuff she shopped
1: at the thunderdome like there's a what? zipper on the left boob cup and then there's like a bow on that is a
0: designer bra if i've ever seen one that is that's when you wear to the club and my other issue with the costuming and makeup of this movie so the other girl's hair is like nicely like oiled and pulled back yeah like what you're supposed to be in a post-apocalyptic future you're supposed to be dirty maybe it's grease this is my father's issue with like uh, Zena no. Warrior Princess, and uh what was the other one? Hercules, I think it was. Hercules: The Legendary Journeys. Yeah, we we all we they had well, paint, they had painted women. Boobs. There we are, boob shot, boob shot. This is why I couldn't play this for my son, because you know I can show him aliens and you know Morbius, but you know can't show him boobs because well those you know, aren't real breasts America. are. Say what now? Those aren't real, but breasts are. True. At least those ones. So she with the slick back hair here is just right on top of
1: Roddy Piper. And she's trying to figure out how to open up his uh, his chastity belt. And <laughs> I believe she's found Eureka based on the Hot Rod's face because Roddy has always been a good salesman.
0: Yep. Yeah. Rod, currently Roddy Piper is singing O oh Canada.
1: I think he's singing <laughs> Scotland the Brave.
0: He might be. <laughs> he just said, I don't know if I can live up to your expectations. This is a very feminist movie. Oh, look at oh. that. Sand- Sandal Bergman's not none of this. If she ain't getting none, no one's getting none. Yeah, she's out of uniform. And we're all grateful. I mean, in all intents and purposes, she should have made sure Sandal Bergman's character was much more asleep, no? I feel like she uh, jumped the gun on that.
1: Yeah, that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, this shot of this desert that reminds me of the end of the original Terminator movie when she pulls into that gas station and she's Mm -hmm. in the station wagon and then just drives off into like the cheapest looking red sky ever.
0: Mutant reservation. Those damn stinking muties, right, Pat?
1: Just don't get me started.
0: (laughs) I want to go ahead and say once again, why do we have painted women in This post-apocalyptic, f- like who took time in the middle of the mutant revolt and nuclear holocaust to make sure their makeup was, you know, nicely done, their hair was did and their nails done. You can be a
1: feminist and
0: feminine, Mark. I'm not saying you can't, I'm just saying who's got time for that sort of thing in the post-apocalyptic future. I mean, imagine if you will, Ripley running around Colony schmageggy in aliens, but she takes time to put a little bit of blush on while running from the xenomorph. I'm just saying.
1: But Ripley wasn't totally human, though, was she? Wasn't she revealed to be uh, partly a clone?
0: That was after she died in Alien 3. Oh, okay. I stopped watching by that point. I don't know what to tell you. Honestly, there's no point in watching after 2. Piper just tossed a
1: confidential dossier out of the uh, moonroof, sunroof, whatever you want to call it. And they have now left him on the side of the road.
0: Uh, the it is my understanding that from the women that I know that leaving a man on the side of the road is commonplace. I really? Gonna, I don't know who's going to hear this in the future, but I, but if a one person does, she's telling me to go fuck myself right now. Hey, uh, personal stories that that reference people nobody else knows—they're fun. <laughs> I feel like if I'm being left on the side of the road, I've already been knifed to death. So, it's, given the people I know, it's entirely possible.
1: It'd be about the only way you get me out of the
0: car. Fair. Oh, he caught up to them. This, no, maybe weirdly, it's just me. the shots in this movie are weirdly framed. Like, the the director of photography in this, I don't feel like has ever actually shot a movie before.
1: You want this man to be vital and able to perform and physically up to snuff. So you leave him to walk however many undisclosed miles to catch up with you. And now there's something setting off your motion
0: Uh, sensor. I'll tell you this. Uh, it is hard to perform when you're dehydrated and exhausted can confirm can also confirm. Mm-hmm. Ladies, ladies make sure you' make sure your man, whoever he may be or men as it, as it might be, are not exhausted and dehydrated. That's all I'm saying. Take this PSA All right, who are they chasing there's some woman running from this car here. I thought it was Jungle Boy. <laughs> AEW sucks. I have, You know, I actually haven't watched AEW in like months. I went to the show and I still don't watch it, so. I understand. That was a year ago, right? That was Grand Slam. No, that was last week. Oh, you went last week? I did. Did you go to, did you go to this year's Grand Slam? Yes. Okay. Did you like it? No. Okay. Moving on. Hey, we're eating more beans. There's a lot of bean eating in this movie.
1: A Again, also scene. if you want him to be able to perform, I don't know that giving him horrendous gas will, will help.
0: <laughs> well, if I know nothing, I know nothing else, what turns the ladies on is when you've got gas.
1: So she's a, a, a female human
0: who yeah. is not made up and is dirty. Yes, finally. Per your wishes. Yep. Oh hey. There's mud in your eye, Roddy Viper.
1: And she is acting very uh, primitive, we'll say. Yeah. Not using words and is tied up for her own safety Feral. and the
0: safety of the others. Feral is the word you're looking for. All right. Th- this and... is now drifting into sexual assault territory. Oh, she's about to get a shot in the butt. I'm guessing that's all. Boom. There it is. Halidol in the us, everybody. That's right. For an interesting evening, howled all on the ass. She's no good to us traumatized. Go get ready for work. <laughs> Why do I feel like that's been said to me a lot? You're no good to us traumatized. Go get ready for work. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. There, there's old Roddy Piper. In his electronic cod piece looking slightly confused
1: and now sedated dirty chick seems to be having some kind of wonderful lucid dream
0: yeah they don't frame Roddy Piper well in these movies again like the money's in the abs and we never get a good clean shot of his abs Like,
1: I know Roddy wasn't Paul Orndorff or Rick Rude in terms of the physical look. Sure. But Roddy looks 30 times better than the average person.
0: Do you remember when we reviewed WrestleMania 1 how fucking ripped he was? He was thick and ripped. Yeah, he had
1: a lot of the, the swell from, like, yeah. you know, the gas <laughs> he was on.
0: Speaking of gas. <laughs> yeah, he was on the Vince McMahon diet at the time.
1: Yeah. So he's, he's a little slimmed down here, but actually looks in very good shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's basically talking right now about how can I at least have a little atmosphere if I got to do this damn deed, because how would you like it if you had my position right now that you had to do all this? You
0: know, for a movie called Hell Comes to Frogtown, I don't see, there's a lot of trying to get Roddy Piper laid. This feels more swingers than Frogtown. I mean, yeah, we this are is... <laughs> 30 some odd minutes into this. Oh my God. This is yet another scene of Sandalberg. Not that I'm complaining, but this is. Wait a minute. Hang on. This is yet another scene of Bergman in her brawn panties, but we've got another set of brawn panties here. When did she Boy, have time She to knows change? how to
1: work it, too. Good grief. This is yeah, like watching really? Raw
0: in 1999. Yeah. so I'm, I'm waiting for fucking Trish to come out. <laughs> Bark like a dog, Trish. Well, I was gonna say she's about to hit all fours. So, I can we go back to the fact that why is she wearing a different set of bra and panties? They've just been in the car this whole time. I mean, not to be that guy, but we have some film inconsistencies here. Yeah, we're about to have some consistency, and I believe it's Milky. And uh... (laughs) there's there's consistency, all right, in my shorts. She does the suck in the belly thing really well. Like, you know, she's she's not she she's got an attractive looking body, but then she does the suck in the belly thing, and you can see her ribs like a fucking xylophone.
1: Yeah, the, I don't love the vacuum pose. Uh, no, it's called.
0: and there's a, she keeps doing it too, even even like prone the way she is right now. She's doing the suck in the belly thing,
1: and is very discouraged that Piper is just no selling this big effort by her to get him turned on.
0: Isn't he supposed to be banging the homeless feral broad?
1: It seems like that was what they were trying to get him ready for, but they understand that the, the idea of banging a homeless broad doesn't work for everybody. So I guess they were trying to titillate him in another way to get him just in, in position to do the deed.
0: Did you say titillated? I did. <laughs> well done, Pat. Oh, look at her. Rejected. Throwing the shirt on. About to take the walk of shame. My god, she took her glasses off. Now she's hot. What? She looks like a completely different person. Oh my god, it's like Superman and Clark Kent. And here we go with the uh, sexy mounting of the homeless woman. It's like watching Death Wish, but, you know. He talked about the Christopher Walken scene. No, that's the dead zone. (laughs) No, it's also Wish, death, death, also death the, 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 the assault scene. You're thinking the- Jeff Goldblum? Oh, yes, 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 yes. What did he call her? Rich what? <laughs> You're not going to get me to say it on, on the air, Pat. No, no, no. We don't talk about the C word. No, no, no. This has been on the same location for the last half hour.
1: How many days was this shot in? Like, I, I got a feeling it runs <laughs> <rhymes> with nine. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, look at that. I like
1: how she's cleaner
0: after the sex. He banged the dirt right off of her.
1: Roddy's such a man that he could just make that happen.
0: Absolutely. You ever get the dirt banged off of you, Pat?
1: Personal stories <laughs> that nobody knows anyone in...
0: That's the theme of tonight's podcast, sir. <laughs> Anywho. And there's
1: Sandal second place Bergman, who seems very upset that she <laughs>
0: lost <laughs> out to the homeless. Sandal, always the bridesmaid, never the bride Bergman. Silver metal Bergman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, she's talking now, too. Roddy I, must have knocked something loose. Did he bang the feral out of her? What happened here? That's called manhood, is what that's called. Fucking high five, bro!
1: <laughs> new goal: find homeless woman and bang the feral out of her. <laughs>
0: it's a new initiative. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a grant for it. Listen, there's no shortage of
1: homeless women around me.
0: Uh, listen, I work in in the uh, correctional system. There is a lot of feral homeless mentally ill folk and if you know they can be cured in such way isn't it the humane thing to do that that's where i come from i'll and bet it's frog town <laughs> coming straight out of frog town it's a motherfucking name pat tell them you'll call him back later you're in the middle no of this is Texas. this is something
1: for you mark you can do a live uh stream of Floyd Mayweather versus YouTube star Deji on November yeah. 13th in
0: Dubai. I saw that earlier.
1: Wow, they don't have bras in the future at all, do they? Other than sandals. <laughs> she has
0: the, she has all the bras. Just all of them.
1: Yeah, she took, I feel I got a feeling she just took this girl's support. <laughs> I feel like you don't pack a ton of lingerie on a trip like this where you take a man to impregnate women behind the lines of mutant frogs.
0: She's wearing a different bra, Pat. This is the third bra. She's wearing stockings with fucking garters. But they're ripped because he's goth.
1: Oh, I I understand what's being done here. Yeah. He, He is going to pose, I guess, as a female slave trader to the frogs.
0: Oh, is that why she's wearing garters? Because, as we all know, slaves wear garters.
1: I, I believe that's what it is. I, I think that's what we're looking at here.
0: Oh, look at that! Just yanked her right up. Oh, what's wrong, baby? Don't like being treated like a puppet on a string. Oof. <laughs> They're not doing Roddy Piper's any, Roddy Piper any favors with this dialogue. Sorry, the girl with the machine gun. This whole movie, all she does is smirk. What's my motivation? Everything is slightly funny. <laughs>
1: oh, so if, if her earrings that control the electric codpiece lose contact with the body, he's a
0: dead man. Yep. Take a drink every time she changes bras, by the way. 40 minutes. <laughs> just, just saying, Pat. We, we started this about five minutes after. We've, and we've gotten four uh, bra swaps, as it were. So <laughs> that's gonna be when I put this on Twitter later in the month. When the actual superblock team up starts, it's gonna be count the bras. Welcome to hell comes to Frog Town. Hint, hint, they all belong to Sandal Burke. <laughs> I wonder if that's what if she got to keep the bras from costuming when this was all over. Like we're never gonna if, use these again. I wonder if Roddy got to keep that jacket. Don't you think you would have worn it to the next WrestleMania?
1: I I don't know where you'd wear a jacket like that to be honest, but
0: Civil War reenactment, nickelback concert.
1: <laughs> Does that have a nautical wheel on the collar? What are we looking at? <laughs> It has a nautical wheel, and it looked like captain's wings. Like, Is he a frequent traveler? Does he do cruises and flights a lot?
0: Maybe they they found that button at a punk rock flea market.
1: Oh, good lord. That
0: was just See, that one of those, as here? a matter of fact. <laughs> we're just a minor threat. With a promise.
1: So we, we're now actually in Frogtown.
0: Yay! My God, this is like fresh. We're 40 minutes in and we can finally start the movie. Have you watched that yet? What's that? Have you watched Fresh on Hulu? I have not. Oh, you have to watch Fresh. And then you have to watch me. And then you have to listen to me and Jason review it. It's, it'll fresh, change your world. It's called? Yes. I, I can't give away the twist. I, I can't give away the twist middle.
1: Oh, well, thanks a lot, Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a twist.
1: So we're in oh, a dance club.
0: Sexy dancing. Slow pan up. Come on, show me that penis. Nope, no penis. No. Just just a regular girl. Ah she is. It's a frog lady. This is terrifying. <laughs> we're in like the most eyes cantina, but on a budget of a buck fitty.
1: You notice how that opening scene with the the guy and the statue, it went nowhere. It had nothing to do with anything that's happened in this movie. Right.
0: It was just an allusion to Planet of the Apes, a better movie. Yeah. Everyone here looks like Watto from The Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah. Now (laughs) we're ripping off a little bit of Star Wars. All we need to hear is... The frog guy.
0: Did you see it? The frog guy was reading the frog frames. Get it? Do you get it? The frog Suttles. guy who is reading the frog prince. Subtlety, folks. Because frogs. Bartender, give me a drink. It's going to be something froggy. <laughs> a vodka untold stool. <laughs> Roddy Piper's having way too much fun with this scene. Did he just go cross-eyed drinking that? Yes, he did. See, he totally should have spit in Sandelbergman's face. You never could hold your liquor. Uh-oh. The old friend. <laughs> he hugged him and like a puff of dust came off of him.
1: Again, Roddy <laughs> loves
0: so hard, the dirt comes off. That's right. Even platonically. Looney O'Toole. Okay, I need to fix your name now. All out. Thank you.
1: So he's a uranium miner. Like
0: all good kids grow up to be.
1: As you do, yeah.
0: Yeah. What are the mutants going to do with all that uranium, Pat? You can't do much with uranium, right? Uh, I believe you can blow up uh, the Earth because it blocks your view of Venus. So? At least. At least.
1: Well, I mean, if the mutants want it, it's got to be worth something. So,
0: Every post-apocalyptic movie has some guy named Leroy in it. That's the rule. Who he's being sent to talk to, by the way. What? It's <laughs> dialogue about go talk to Leroy. Every single one of these has a Leroy in it. I, I, there, and, there is a Leroy. It's not always by the name of Leroy, but there's a Leroy. There's definitely a Leroy. and He may be the baddest man in town.
1: In The Last Dragon, Leroy was a fortune cookie machine. Was he now? He was.
0: Uh Uh-oh. He's being accosted by the frog dancer. Who kind of looks like Gollum from, like, not the most recent Lord of the Rings, where, you know, it's good and CGI'd, but, like, the cartoon Bass and Rankin one, where Gollum is like a frog. Oh, the wearer of the ring. ring. Yes. The end of the ring, the return of the king. Da, da, da. Where there's a whip, there's a way. Remember that, Pat? That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and there went the last of Pat's sex drive. That was it. <laughs> oh my god, we're still in the scene.
1: And. Roddy's got some lovely feathered hair in this movie. I gotta say, he,
0: it, he, well, he's got that like WrestleMania, what eight or nine feathered hair going?
1: No, it's earlier than that. This is like, uh, this is like five. This is like around that era of Roddy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed
1: to be? I a- want to say it's an homage to Casablanca. <laughs> because he's dressed in a moroccan garb.
0: But is that like a snake man? Is that a frog? What what kind of lizard are we dealing with here? Amphibian. See, like I'm saying, look, okay, first of all, why is the snake wearing a shriners cap? Why? Why back?
1: You keep saying snake man and all I can think of is the ultimate warrior going, "What is it snake man? Where is it
0: <laughs> snake man?" D- tell me that doesn't look like a snake though in a shriners cap.
1: Oh, no, it absolutely does.
0: Okay. Yo, oh, do you remember the movie Dreamscape? No. Oh, you've never seen Dreamscape? If I do, I haven't. I don't recall it. So the big nightmare, like, boss villain thing at the end of Dreamscape is this, it's this like, snake monster. Kind of looks like that. Oh. But it's not wearing a Shriner's cap, so it's not nearly as frightening looking.
1: He's he, he, I'm 100% sure this is just a reference to Casablanca. <laughs> He's looking at you, kid. I
0: never saw Roddy as a Humphrey Bogart type. So, if the whole point is, is this particular character like some sort of, like, mob boss? Which is why he's wearing the Shriners cap, because, you know, Shriners, mob bosses, same thing.
1: I think he's trying to pump him for information about the uranium, but... Because this guy's like... So he's trying to make a deal to sell Sandal Bergman to it for 30 Lilies.
0: I just watched the uh, watched back the money in the bank commentary that we did where I had to warn Lily not to argue with you because you will yell at a child.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm not afraid of yelling at a kid.
0: Yeah, I understand. I I warned her of that. She she wanted to challenge her anti-feminism arguments in wrestling. And I told her I wouldn't bother you tell her how wrong she is you told her how wrong she was I, I, that's the that's the clip i put on i put on tiktok is you schooling my daughter about women's wrestling my god that money in the bank match just listening back to us talk about it the 17 botches in a row it was
1: it should never happen again that was no. way too
0: dangerous yeah anyway back to the shriner job of the hut character He's especially good at erotic dancing. You should see the bras.
1: Excellent. Uh-oh. Him yelling excellent in the Moroccan gear just makes me think <laughs> of the
0: Iron Sheik. <laughs> you pencil neck geek. Uh-oh. You know what's worse than frog people, Pat? Frog people what's wearing that? a patch. Frog people wearing a patch. No. <laughs> Would've been funny if instead of nowhere nice he had said from parts unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how like the
1: humans match up physically to the amphibians.
0: This is like Jim Henson quality here. <laughs> these these frog down people. Jim Henson just got pissed at you for even saying that.
1: Uh, Jim Henson did
0: Ninja Turtles, man. I've seen some Muppets in my time. This is about that quality. This is sitting Marty Croft is what this is.
1: <laughs> this is Puffin stuff.
0: <laughs> HR Puffin stuff.
1: So they tried to do a sale within this to Leroy, the Moroccan mm-hmm. snake it's not allowed to be done that way in the bar, so they're getting into trouble. So now Roddy's going to swing at and get swung at by this frogman who apparently hits pretty hard.
0: Well, here's my whole issue with this movie so far. You have professional wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. You're almost an hour into this movie. He has not gotten into one fist fight. You came to see Big Boobs and Roddy Piper fighting bitches. And... This is a waste of Roddy Piper. Hello there. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell you how many times I've woken up to that face. Can't
1: tell you how many times I've woken up with that face. Yeah, indeed. Oh, frog smoke. I didn't know that.
0: I mean, who doesn't? It's the 80s. That's true. Boy, you can't do that in today's movies. I'll tell you what.
1: No, but you never mind. I'm not going to go into this.
0: <laughs> Honestly, they could have gotten like Rick Moranis to do the same role for what they're using Roddy Piper for. We, we, we,
1: we've, we've gone almost a full hour into this movie and he has done nothing. Well, Literally no, nothing. hang on,
0: he did one manly thing. One thing that a guy who likes movies would want to see him do, he banged the dirt off a homeless. He did.
1: That's true. However, he's also done nothing of the action vein
0: (laughs) in this action movie.
1: And he is known as a physical performer with a legitimate background who could lend that physicality to a role. And yeah, we've decided to have him do none of that.
0: Yeah. This might have been another
1: fucking been Mr. Fuji.
0: (laughs) This could have been Jim Cornette in his white suit that he bled a gusher in. Is she really well, a goddamn, f- they all look like frogs. What the hell do you want me to do? See, this movie with Jim Cornette, but just being Jim Cornette and reacting as Jim Cornette would be so much better. I said, we wouldn't order the goddamn things
1: if we didn't want them.
0: Uh-oh. And now the old
1: frog whore is trying to molest Roddy Piper.
0: I mean, really, who hasn't been molested by a frog whore, that is?
1: And stories in real life.
0: <laughs> involve other people <laughs> oh she feels reject- rejected now and the best
1: way to get over that is for me to molest you and create uh...
0: around here men throw themselves at me I have I can have my pick but they're all idiots can I tell you that's a very girl thing to say
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it is. And can I tell you that at every uh, well-established bar, there is mm-hmm. always one of those females in it. <laughs> yeah, truth. Night yeah. after night,
0: can confirm. Ah, uh, yes, another '80s movie with a sexual assault. Both of our main characters it looks like about to be
1: assaulted in some way where Sandal's being basically held by this chain around their neck and there are frogmen with swords.
0: Oh, oh wait, look at the guy. Who,
1: friend. It's, it's, it, yeah, we were talking about how he didn't matter. Hmm. And look, he's back after an hour.
0: What am I looking at here? I can he put a, bag her a, a potato sack. Nice. She's about to go ass over tea kettle.
1: Well, that ruined it.
0: For those of you watching on YouTube, we appreciate you uh, sitting through this nonsense. Feel free How to leave you a comment. This
1: far, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't. That's a great, great question. Hey, look, it's like C3PO and Empire Strikes Back. Just wires askew, all kinds of mess going dirty on. Dirty
1: old frog whore exactly how I remember it.
0: <laughs> all them frog whores in the Empire Strikes Back.
1: So I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Slackers. Uh, it's got Jason Schwartzman, uh, Jason Siegel, Devin Sawa. They're all in college.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but there's a part with uh, Mamie Van Doren, the actress from the 50s, and the pinup yeah. girl, mm-hmm. where she plays a dirty old whore in a hospital. Nice. And it is fantastic. Sam has now found uh, Sandal Bergman being trapped amongst uh, the frogmen, and I've seen this scene before, and but not with frogmen.
0: Oh, look! It's Darth Vader from Back to the Future. <laughs> Someone oh, we're having for it. dinner. Oh, we're gonna eat Sandal Bergman. Arr.
1: So now I guess it's established that frogs also eat okay.
0: people. Can we, can we just talk about how in that like panning shot, the camera was moving? like And not moving smoothly. Like it, like it wasn't on a dolly or a tripod or anything. It was it just was kind of shaking the camera as it was going. Ah! And he just took a dive through a table and he's out again. Roddy's agent, hey, I got you this really great part in the sci fi comedy. Cool. What do I do in it? Sleep a lot. You're on your back for 90% of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, they at least get a tasteful shot of my abs? Not really. Yeah. Well,
1: the Froghorn loony both feel sorry for Sam and they want to help him. Mark, we're, we're over an hour into this movie, and Roddy Piper hasn't so much as thrown a punch.
0: I'm aware, Pat. How did you get through this as a kid? I was just <laughs> a... Well, here's another bra change, folks. Yeah, take a drink, everybody. She's wearing her wedding bra, by the way. A tasteful wedding bra. Along with matching headband. Because it's the future, but it's still the 80s. Reminds me of that one scene in Flash Gordon where uh, Ming's about to get it on with Dale, though it's not really Dale, but he doesn't know that at the time. And she's doing the, uh, you know, the drunken. Uh, uh, uh. He takes the pillow off her. I was like, oh, damn it, it's one of the handmaidens.
1: I was going to say, this you. reminds me of, yeah. this, this reminds me of the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: <laughs> I just saw that Friday night at a brewery with my wife.
1: Was everybody in costume or no?
0: There were a lot of people in costume, as you would find at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm. Let's do the time warp again. Just a jump to the left. And a step to the right. Put your hands on your hips.
1: I'd almost rather Man.
0: watch that than this. <laughs> yeah. For those of you watching for the first time, not the first time, nor the last. I'll be dancing on a podcast.
1: No, I am in Hell Comes to Frogtown. I'd almost rather watch... <laughs> the Rocky Hard Picture Show than this. Okay. And Sam is, your... is being held captive by the Nick Fury of the Frogman.
0: <laughs> because you've got to think for sweet transvestites from transsexual Transylvania.
1: And, then uh, you know, I love meatloaf, so.
0: It's true. Who doesn't love meatloaf? Little mashed potatoes Communist. on the side. Oh my god, he's got a chainsaw. Even with wet bed head. Roddy Piper, still feathered. Still feathered. Still feathered. He's going to do exploratory surgery with a chainsaw. You got to have the right tool for the job, buddy. Well, I would hope he is
1: not going to play Moyle, but I would bet against it. <laughs> uh. Sandal Bergman is is being fanned now. Uh with veils by handmaidens of some kind and one of them almost looks as though
0: she's casting a spell everyone in this scene looks like they're on fentanyl and that one definitely is yeah they also look way bored i mean i'm just saying like you're shooting a movie you're trying to keep your audience invested in what's going on look like you want to be there why aren't there okay why aren't these like frog people that's my question Maybe this is set in Florida. Are we done with frog people?
1: Well, maybe they thought the lizard people, too many people were unaware about it, so they had to change it to something
0: else. Fair. You Because we all know
1: the lizard lizard people really do control everything. They
0: were were looking at dailies. They were like, not enough hot women in this movie. We just need a scene of hot women fanning. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, don't don't cut my piece. You'll kill us all. Uh, If I had a nickel for every time I said that. And he stopped the blade. <laughs> he's gonna oh, really—he's—he's he's gonna realize that he unplugged the thing. Can't tell you how many times I've done that. What do you think? It oh, it's gas operated. It ran out of gas. Always <laughs> make sure your appliances are gassed up. That's what I'm saying.
1: I like that gas is still a viable commodity at this time.
0: <laughs> yes, in this post-apocalyptic world. Oh, Uh-oh. The veil slightly grazed her earring and he got a shock in the pelvis. Yeah, his nuts are in trouble now. This is a very, once again, this is a very feminist movie. The metaphor present when a man is having his ball shocked. I mean, it's very 2022. That's what I'm saying. Oh. this is This movie is woke. And we got a close-up of Roddy's bridge work, <laughs> but not his abs. Like,
1: I, how did how do you get convinced to be a part of this movie?
0: <laughs> You're not getting into the work.
1: I, I guess that would have to be
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what's going to take off. You know, maybe this is a big hit in another alternative universe.
1: I mean, listen. If Howard the Duck couldn't do it, I don't know what they thought this would be. The little engine. My movie.
0: God, that end scene of Howard the Duck with the monsters on the uh, on the in the portal. Yikes! That scared the piss out of me as a kid.
1: Boy. I, I, I guess I never sat through the ending enough to actually like watch it all the way through in one
0: complete sitting. Go back and watch it. I'm gonna have to. No. Oh! <laughs> oh, we've got sparks. Messable no, on boys. But no Sir Mexalot to dance in the Sparks Factory. Hey, hey, Jesse. That's for you. And we've got the
1: old frog whore with a boot knife. She really is an old-time whore. She probably yep. did work the ports.
0: It's true. You better be careful. He's really going to gig Roddy with that chainsaw. Yep. You got it. Uh oh! That cod piece was not real. The cod piece was out. Oh. there. It is. He done oh. blew himself up. Maybe not completely fake. Maybe not. And now she's wearing some tasteful lace. Oh, I remember this. Yeah.
1: This is some. This is some of the most cringeworthy cinema you're ever about to see. So we're about to see the dance of the uh, Three Snakes. Oh, boy. Can't wait. You like
0: metaphors, right, Mark? I love metaphors, Pat.
1: Well, get ready.
0: All right. See, look at it. Roddy Piper, all sweaty and Abby. Fantastic. Only took us an hour and eight minutes to get there now a little something for the ladies <laughs> oh, oh the whore takes one in the chest and down she goes she gave her life to save roddy piper she's a hero you know what they look
1: like they look like did you do you remember the the tgif show dinosaurs
0: yeah sure not the, not the mama not the mama oh,
1: yes a lower budget version of that well bet. and finally
0: Roddy gets physical. Finally. Uh-oh. He's, he's, about, he's about to go crazy with that screw. Yeah, I was gonna say, he used a, a drill bit, long head, to stab, mm-hmm. uh, stab this uh, frog. All right. Let's get some rock music going. Let's have him get all stabby. I he's know that face. Up. He's hulking up, baby. Oh, we have our damsel in distress. He's got to save her. We're at that part of the movie.
1: I, I believe you were calling this a feminist film well
0: might want to pause on that <laughs> here we go dance for me baby <laughs> can't tell many times i've heard that in my life dance or die
1: you were the one who was talking about uh dirty dancing right sure
0: the dance of the three snakes sounds like an orgy.
1: One of the, one of the most notoriously cringy uh, moments in uh,
0: cinema. <laughs> All right, we need to hear like "Hungry Eyes" in the scene. Hungry eyes.
1: Nope, we get uh, organ grinder. Uh, Fair.
0: What is she doing? There we go. Now we got some dancing going on. Where are the leg warmers? <laughs> She's a maniac. Maniac. <laughs> do do,
1: do, 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 do.
0: do you know, know that song it? was actually written for a horror movie? Was it really?
1: It was reworked into a dance song, but it was originally written by Michael uh, Sembello for the 1980 slasher flick Maniac.
0: Oh, rock on. And she's dancing like she's never danced before.
1: I didn't know a lot of welders slash strippers. I don't know about you, but...
0: (laughs) I I don't feel like that was as
1: common a mix as the movie made it
0: seem. I knew some welders and I knew some strippers, but not very many welder strippers. Yeah. That very much is though, like a flash dance that she's, she's doing. Yep. I wonder if the choreography is, you know, the same guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, that frog's doing exactly what you think he's doing.
0: <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> Boom! Our friend with the with the slick back hair is looking very confused. Is she ever going to use that machine gun? I think that's what we're about to see because she saw the flare.
1: Woo! Yeah, Sandal Bergman dressed very much like a sexy uh, Charlotte.
0: <laughs> I was thinking the way she was spinning there, like she was going to break into Goldust Woman. <laughs> oh, thunder only happens and, yeah, when Oh, my God.
1: God. Now you know why it's the Dance of the Three Snakes.
0: Ugh. Listen, I like sexy, pervy things, but I didn't need to see his penis. You have aroused the three snakes. I don't like where this is going at all. No, don't lift up your thing. <laughs> I got the face on Sandal Bergman right now. That's priceless. I ain't going near any of that. What a mess you have down there. Oh. Right in the three snakes. Kicked all three of the snakes. <laughs> there we go. Finally, Roddy Piper's going to do some hero shit. Boom, Sherlock, lock, boom. All right, now.
1: Oh, well, that makes sense. They're frogs. Yeah. They can jump.
0: And we just cut to them escaping, like nothing else. Like the, we don't see them get out or anything. They just cut to, and they're in the car. Why are the Jawas here? Oh no, wait, they're still. <laughs> so it's funny. I've been thinking this whole time, like, well, how purposeful it was. They made the they made the the villains in this Arab looking, but Arab frogs, because you know the eighties. Right, so I'm wrong. I guess that they they were cutting to the machine gun gal because they're still in the uh, they're still in the enemy's lair in Frogtown.
1: So we've got ripoffs, homages, allusions to whatever you want to call them. But to uh, where where do we count so far? Casablanca, (laughs) Escape from New York, Planet of the Apes, Mm uh. I'm sure there's some other stuff in here we're not even thinking of, but Star Wars, a little bit like the Cantina scene. Sure. But then they just go Casablanca with it, which was very odd. How did I make it through this when I was nine?
0: Yeah, I, I've been asking myself that for the last at least 40 minutes.
1: Like, I, I, I'm trying, but this is. Well, really... okay. So,
0: so I said before, like, I was going to watch this with my son. I thought we'd have, you know, he's always very funny when we do these things. And. Yeah, there's no way he's getting through this.
1: I mean, obviously they would have on TNT cut the boobies out and such. Sure. I don't know what you can do with editing the dance of the three fra- uh, three snakes.
0: <laughs> By the you way,
1: need it for context, but
0: this is 1988, and we have this woman full on punching dudes and knocking them out. Just saying, people complain now about you know they make the women too strong, they make them you know equal to men. This movie is guilty of it. Oh, Uh-oh. Mark. You guys are going to eat dirt or lead. Cake or death. Oh, my God. Honk of the So morning. Uh, I guess they're going to rescue the rest of these buxom gals. Sure. We always have to rescue the, uh, the women. Uh-oh. Firing squad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Looney is shooting flares at them.
1: Why is a flare gun more effective than them firing? Sh- I,
0: Yeah. This is bad.
1: <laughs>
0: and once again, we can't keep the camera still. Like this was shot, you know, like a, like a camcorder. Mm, come on, I'm double par. Get it? Do you get it, Pat? Indeed, I do. (sighs) Oh, Looney's been hit. But he's going to make it. Yep, (laughs) here come the Jawas. They should call them. Yay, we used the machine gun finally in an hour and 15 minutes. You're letting them get away. You just dragged him out of there. I mean, he wasn't real effective before that anyway. I want you to do something about it. How? Why should it goes well?
1: Yeah, I'm sticking by my nine days it took to shoot this uh, <laughs> statement. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Looks as though we've got a frog doomsday weapon at the ready.
0: Mind that's a big cannon you got there. And it's not three cannons. It's just one.
1: So they're going to be able to catch up to them enough after they've already been driving miles and miles and miles ahead of the frogs.
0: You know, this is right up there with Fury Road quality. Oh, what a lovely day. You know, her hair never moves,
1: right? (laughs) No, never does. We're also going to immediately insert Mad Max as something else this is ripping off into this. Oh, for sure. Roddy has a samurai sword on his back. When did he acquire that through this? (laughs) I don't recall seeing him with the the katana, although we saw it in that one picture at the beginning.
0: Right. The the one where it looks like he's carrying a large letter opener. Oh, uh, poor Looney is bleeding ketchup. From the bar- back of
1: his hair, baby.
0: Uh, or barbecue sauce. One of the two.
1: Corn syrup? No.
0: This, this movie doesn't have the budget for corn syrup. That, that's from catering. That's barbecue sauce. You know, if you're an old, like, minor type old man in a post-apocalyptic world there are worse ways to die than in the arms of several buxom women and, Roddy and you're,
1: Piper. Uh, your, your protege there who, who saved yeah. you from frogs you died surrounded by, by buxom women
0: something's coming up behind us Arr. Arr.
1: and it's bad
0: it's always bad <laughs> oh my god they're under fire Oh, here they come. In their Mad Max car.
1: Is that, an Oldsmobile?
0: Oh, look, it's the Cutlass Supreme.
1: They really spared no expense on the budget for this, didn't they? <laughs> Can you afford to be so... Oh, got one.
0: And finally, Can you
1: afford to be so reckless with the ammunition at this point?
0: I mean, if she doesn't fire back at them, what are they supposed to do? Just, you know, wait to get shot? Oh, well, just took one in the arm, but she's okay. Now she's bleeding barbecue sauce. Now that looks like Hans catsup <laughs> Maybe it's buffalo sauce. Hey, did you know that we all hang in the buffalo stance? I didn't. Ask Nana Sherry. She'll tell you. <laughs> I bought, when I was a kid, Nana Sherry's buffalo stance and Paula Abdul's Forever Your Girl in the same day, in the same shopping trip.
1: I won a bet over the album Forever Your Girl. Oh,
0: yeah? Well, recently. Yes. What was the bet?
1: So I had bet that in the video for Rush Rush, Mm -hmm. there is a mid-video sequence featuring a young man acting named Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. Doing what sounds like a Keanu Reeves impression.
0: I bought Nana Sherry's Buffalo stance. Paula Abdul's Forever Your Girl, Motley Crue's Dr. Feel Good, and The Black Album, all at once. 1989, man. Goddamn right. Best year in music.
1: And now Roddy and the and Wenches are being held at bay by a rocket launcher. All right,
0: this is Raiders of the Lost Ark.
1: Yep. Oh, my goodness.
0: Oh, that what a kernel.
1: swerve, bro. That evil colonel from the beginning is, is, is trying to steal the
0: uranium or something. Oh, set up, pay off. Chekhov's gun, baby. Woo! He's telling him that
1: the women have him by the short hairs, but he can change all that if he joins his side.
0: I'm going to blow it up, Marcus. I'm going to blow up the arc. (laughs) Just when it was all going so well, Sandal. Sandal. Uh-oh. He's going to throw that katana blade at the guy holding the rocket launcher. He's going to yeet it at him.
1: Oh, what's the chick with the eyes behind him doing?
0: <laughs> Hand me my sword and her answer is I'm passive. Ah, uh, spoken like a true incel. He's going to rid the world of those meddling bitches.
1: I well, you know, he
0: doesn't have to threaten me with a good time the hammer is cocked up oh. I fucking told you <laughs> nailed it and down he goes long-winded son of a bitch seems a little meta don't
1: make sure he's really dead
0: yeah get... even even with a sword through the fucking chest you still got up and ran away all right now follow the Buffalo sauce trail
1: He's gonna finish it I'll which bet. i have to respect because again we don't see a body
0: <laughs> we'll be waiting for you waiting for him to go i know
1: i was waiting for a ditto <laughs>
0: Reach for the sky, man with a hole in your chest. Now he's gone from... Does he have a cowboy boot and a motorcycle boot? Is that what I'm seeing? He certainly does, Ollie. He has two mismatched boots. Is he Rick Steiner? What is this? <laughs> Steiner! Like,
1: what? Like, what?
0: This is about to Jason Voorhees. There it is. He's still got the rocket. <laughs> not, he's not even a little hurt. He's not. There's no wincing in pain. There's nothing here. Boom! Oh, because a, sh- a sword through the chest didn't do the job, but a bullet always will. Maybe bullets are his only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not supposed to get bullets in those uh, in that eye.
1: Damn it! You found my only weakness: hot lead. <laughs> i'll take that you know what it's crazy too despite the fact that we'll find out in like eight months from this that he's very good at the one-liner in a film setting as Mm. well as you know a wrestling setting they give him virtually nothing to say
0: no Like, he does believe... a lot of facial I acting and everything. Well, I, was say, I can't believe he goes on to do they live after this.
1: I, I, again, he's really great with facial expressions and stuff because of his background as a performer. Sure. But, like, he says nothing in this. No. He's, he's just really not used well at all as someone who's supposed to be the lead of the movie.
0: Speaking frog language. Just kill them. (laughs) Why are we standing on pretense here? Why are we going down together? You have them dead to rights. No. Oh, that's good.
1: It can't get the thing to work. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's better off he threatened him first because uh,
0: oh, he's got his nine millimeter though, his trusty pistol. He jumped. No more bullets. Hey, laughing boy! No more bullets. Okay, he still got the sword though. Why he just? Oh my god, Roddy! He's about to get Goldberg off that cliff.
1: You know what? I think he kept this outfit and used it in one of the episodes he did of the New World Zoro series.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Rock bottom. All right, in the cod piece. That's a lot of barbecue sauce.
1: This, this fight rivaling his legendary alley fight with Keith David and Day Live.
0: <laughs> this is our climactic fight scene. Roddy, give up on the sword, man. Just go beat him to death. Uh, See, serves you right. Never take your eye off your opponent. Protect yourself at all times. <laughs> it's button your eye. Got
1: to use a staple from his matches.
0: All mm-hmm. All right, now hit him with a coconut. Or a gold record. That one never gets mentioned as much. Everyone knows the coconut shot. But the gold yeah, record s- is just as good. Smashing the completely over Lou Albano's head was fantastic. It certainly was, Ollie.
1: Oh, he's got the Frogman dwindling. Hanging for the for his life at the edge of the cliff, and Roddy's just a kicking away at his face. <laughs> he's trying to drag Roddy down with him while
0: he reaches for the sword. He's got the sword. Uh-oh, uh-oh, no! He chops his hand off. Although you can flagrantly see the hand while he's falling backwards. <laughs> yes, well, this needed another pass-through editing. This needed a lot of things. <laughs> oh, look, he tried to get the Soul Stone.
1: <laughs> I would have loved to see Roddy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Right?
1: Might have made it entertaining again. <laughs> <laughs> you know something, Captain? <laughs> you know something, man? Whack hits him with the shield, but the cat blocks it like with the coconut with the shield.
0: <laughs> You're gonna have to get the tesseract on. Oh, okay, we're good here. Let's speed. Let's speed this up. Come on. Yeah, I'm okay, on. Give me-
1: we, we see the blown out med van that Roddy and all the ladies were traveling in. He sees a shawl on the ground that potentially belongs to one of the ladies, but now he's got a far away look. Oh, oh my gosh, it's Sandal Bourbon.
0: She tastes close. What color bra she's wearing?
1: I was going to say, we've seen the outfit before, but the bra is probably new.
0: Maybe she's wearing like a red bra underneath a white shirt like women tend to do. We thought you were dead. All right, so was the whole point of this movie he was supposed to like repopulate the Earth one woman at a time? And we only got as far as the one homeless? Before we went to Frogtown and everything went to hell? Oh, look at that. Big smooch.
1: She finally gets what she wants.
0: A little bit of Roddy's Piper. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I ain't on your leash no more then why didn't you run off? <laughs> because I knew you'd miss me. Because I love you. Why do you love me? Because we're the main characters in the movie. Because I'm the last virile man on Earth. <laughs> like you do. What give her? Something to hang on to when you're alone. Well,
1: I mean, she didn't want to hook up, so. That's
0: what I'm saying. All right, well, her and the other black widows are going to take off now.
1: Now, he still has to have sex with the women, though. He does. So she's got to be cool with that because that's the whole mission. She can't get all clingy now.
0: I mean, look, at le- you know, oh, there are pl- then- we have plenty of polyamorous women out there, Pat. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> I got my one in. I got my one in for tonight. <laughs> hey, you
1: know what? If Eric Bischoff and Conrad were there, they'd be telling Roddy right now about Bluetooth. That's true. Cause he's probably gonna need it at that point.
0: Okay, I think he's riding off into the sunset with a bevy of bitches. They're riding in cars with boys, Pat, and we fade to black. Speaking of riding in cars with boys, all right, and we're done here. Woo! Well, Pat, that was hell come to Frog Town. Sure was, Ollie. <laughs> it certainly was, Ollie. Um, that was fun. I mean, look, whenever we do these. Uh, Whenever we do these alternative commentaries, especially for the when <laughs> movies this dumb, we just have a good old time. So that's it. That is your super blog team up feature here on the Rattleagem Broadcasting Network. The alternative commentary for Hell Comes to Frog Town. Uh, when this we got a story- sequel
1: coming, man. It's called Hell Comes to Dog Town. It's where I got my hair cut. I got a cut. I had a pet store, man.
0: <laughs> Okay, so we recorded this on September 26th, but uh, the actual Superblog team up Goes to Hell will be on October 26th. You can check out us, source material, um, whatever else, whoever else is in the Superblog team. All of the stuff will be advertised on Twitter and on Facebook and wherever social media you got. You'll hear, you know, you'll see all Dave's Comic Heroes blog, all these people. Uh, the audio version of this, if you want to hear it in your ears, in your ear holes, uh, on your podcast device, that'll be up on the 26th. But, uh, you know, this here video version was live on YouTube on September 26th. So we hope you enjoyed it. If this is the first time you've ever watched one of our alternative commentaries, we hope uh, you didn't hate us. <laughs> And with that said, I'm not going to do any other plugs because with the way my schedule is lately, by the time we actually get to October 26th, I'll have canceled everything. I'll have been sequestered somewhere. I'll be taken to a burlesque show. Who the hell knows? I might go watch midget wrestling. I have a very full life, Pat. Certainly sounds that way, Ollie. It certainly does, Ollie. All right, uh, do you want to plug anything before we uh, go?
1: D- uh, no, just the the upper part of my, uh, my bowl
0: here. I'm going to plug up with some, uh, you know, Some goods, as it were. All right, Pat. Take your medicine. For Pat Mullen, Mr. Toxic Masculinity, I'm Mark Rattledge. Be well, be safe, and behave.